Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I will be talking about how narcissistic abuse affects victims' self-esteem and self-image. Firstly, abuse victims are often tormented with messages of being unworthy and being incapable. Now, these messages are oftentimes uh, existing from early on childhood where parents, primary caregivers, family of origin were not supportive, shaming, humiliating, and ultimately uh, rendering victims with a feeling of absolute worthlessness. Now, the individual who grows up in this type of home will then grow up uh, and ultimately become an adult with these same core beliefs. These core beliefs don't go anywhere. Uh, these wounds of childhood do not go anywhere. These, these negative feelings stay stuck in the subconscious and ultimately uh, become really the emotional landscape of the individual's uh, life. Now, narcissistic abusers, when they are in a relationship with others, they will want to continuously mistreat and bully their victims and ultimately cripple their sense of confidence and self-esteem. Um, and just very quickly, one's self-esteem, just to define, self-esteem is defined as confidence in one's own worth or abilities and self-respect. So narcissistic abusers are looking to keep their victims with a low self-esteem, feeling less than. Um, ultimately speaking, when this is the case, they will be much easier to control. People who do not feel very good about themselves will be uh, much more suggestible to uh, things, to do things, to think things, to be things that are not necessarily aligned with who they truly are, ultimately in an attempt to make up for the negative feelings, the negative self-worth that they feel within. They will oftentimes not fight back because they don't feel good enough or even strong enough to fight back and ultimately become uh, succumb to the negative bullying and mistreatment of narcissistic abusers. In addition, any self-esteem or success that victims have is very triggering for narcissistic abusers. They, uh, narcissistic abusers feel extremely shameful, inadequate, uh, and ultimately um, do not want to see others succeed. Um, this triggers that shame, that, that feeling of inadequacy and inability to succeed, even if there is success. I mean, true inner fulfillment, peace, and ultimately uh, that is where real, true success exists. They do, not, they do not have the ability to attain this and ultimately are triggered by partners or people who are successful in this way. Um, seeing their partners happy, seeing them doing well, uh, seeing them believing in themselves uh, will ultimately trigger their inner worthlessness and cause them to lash out in covert or overt ways uh, to ultimately lower this self-esteem. This is where you see bullying, name-calling, humiliation, maybe even the silent treatment. Just, just uh, you know, Or oftentimes you'll see where the partner will succeed uh, and then the the uh, narcissistic abuser will then demean that success or take credit for that success, ultimately taking that confidence away from their victim. After enough time in a relationship with the narcissistic abuser, victims will often just learn to accept the treatment. Uh, it wears down their self-esteem. It wears down their uh, their their quite literally their existence to a to a point where oftentimes they lose themselves, they lose their souls, uh, and they absolutely have no confidence. Narcissists will project a certain idea of who they want their victim to be onto the victim. Uh, this is known as projective identification, where the, the narcissistic abuse victim will quite literally take on this viewpoint of their narcissistic abuser. Now, this is how it affects one's self-image, because one sees themselves based on how they're seen in early childhood uh, by, by parents, by primary caregivers. Therefore, if they have a negative projection from parents, they will oftentimes believe this projection and take it on as if it's who they truly are. When they enter into adulthood, 
they will take on their narcissistic abuser's uh, projection as well, mostly because they've learned that this is ultimately how to please their abuser. Narcissistic abusers will bully victims into becoming this projection as well. Uh, now, usually this is the um, usually the the narcissistic abuser who's projecting onto their victim is projecting their own abuser onto um, onto the victim. This is where they project their own parent, the parent who abused them, onto their victims, and are now trying to manipulate their victims to get that childhood met need met through bullying it out of their victims. Now, obviously, this is unconscious. They know that their parent is not in front of them. But unconsciously, they're, they're wounded as well and are desperately trying to uh, create that parent and ultimately extract from that parent the love and connection and, and acceptance they did not get. Narcissistic abusers want their victims to see themselves as they see them and thus reinforce the projection within um, and um, become exactly what they want them to be. Uh, in this way, it deeply affects the way victims see themselves, and victims may oftentimes lose that healthy self-image, create a distorted self-concept where they will start quite literally seeing themselves as ugly, bad, shameful, worthless, and ultimately deserving of this abuse. Narcissistic abusers, uh, I should say narcissistic abuse victims, often stay in abuse relationships because they don't feel good enough to leave or that they deserve better, or that they can find somebody better, better based on how they are now viewing themselves after all the brainwashing, manipulation, and abuse from their narcissistic abusers. This is another reason why abusers work so hard to lower their, their victim self-esteem, as this hires the chances that they will stay, become bonded, and ultimately never leave, continuing to be a source of narcissistic supply. I want to give some tips on how to deal. Now, firstly, if you are in a narcissistically abusive relationship, chances are your your, your self-esteem, your self-image, uh, how you feel about yourself is slowly being lowered. If there's gaslighting, you're slowly starting to lose trust in yourself and lose the confidence in who you are. It's important to get distance in this way. I'm not saying staying single is the best suggestion, but getting uh, away from relationships for at least some time so you can find yourself and detox from the emotional trauma bond and differentiate your true self from the narcissistic abuser's false sense of self and find out who you truly are. It's important to get a real realistic idea of who you are based on the truth. And this is often well done with therapists or individuals or even friends who, who can help reflect back to you a healthy sense of self and help you build back up that self. It's important to identify negative and false core beliefs about oneself and dismantle them. This is not easy because many of them have been there since childhood. It's important to learn about oneself and do things that are enjoyable that will help you become happy and confident and ultimately enjoy being you, much less susceptible to people who want to manipulate your sense of self-esteem and who you are for their own personal gain. And lastly, connecting with healthy people. Uh, will boost self-esteem and confidence. People who support you, people who build you up, who do not shame you for having perceived flaws or things or being perhaps developmentally arrested and having developmental trauma, which is very difficult and takes a lot of patience, but ultimately when you're around people who have patience and understand the struggle, they will help you identify where your cracks in the hole, or I should say the cracks in the soul are, the hole in the soul, the disconnects from yourself and ultimately help you Develop that again and build that back up and heal your your wounds of childhood, your sense of self, and become a much more uh, fluid and confident individual. 
I hope this podcast resonated with you. If you're struggling with self-esteem, it is not a surprise after narcissistic abuse, especially after years of being with someone who invalidated you, manipulated you, shamed you, guilted you, making you feel less than for personal gain. It's going to take a toll on your self-esteem. It is imperative to do the work to heal before you get back into another relationship because if we don't, then we unconsciously are looking for somebody to validate us, to tell us we're good enough, to accept us, to love us. And ultimately, when we're looking for that, we give off an energy, we send off a signal, and oftentimes narcissistic abusers can pick up on that and play on that need for validation. So do the work, heal yourself, identify what it was that the narcissist abuser did to you, how he affected your self-esteem, how he affected your sense of confidence within, and heal that, become a confident individual. Enter into relationships again from a place of wanting, of desire, of connection, of health, as opposed to one of needing validation and acceptance, which will usually lead to breakdowns and oftentimes abuse. If you do need help along your healing journey, I work with a mind map therapy system that has proven effective in my own personal life as well as professional life in helping people identify their wounds and heal and ultimately build up your sense of self so you feel confident in who you are. I can be reached at 252-696-4852. I can be reached by email, yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. It's been an honor delivering this podcast to you today. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, all the best.